Hello, welcome to the fourth episode, I believe, of whatever this is still. Um, I guess at this point it's more just like a audio diary more than anything else. I, I figured I couldn't be bothered to like write stuff down in a notebook. Because um, I, I, honestly, <laughs> this past year, the amount of write, handwriting that I've had to do is just so minuscule. It's ridiculous. I came prepared this time, um, not with notes or anything, but with uh, a glass of water. So there'll be no clearing of the throat this time around into the microphone, hopefully. That was definitely one thing that I could have changed because it doesn't sound good to clear throat into the mic. And also, it didn't feel too great with my mouth being all dry and stuff like that. It is currently 9.30 p.m., October 29th, 2020. I hope everybody listening to this is doing well, having a good time, getting through whatever it is they need to get through. It's been a little bit since this last episode uh, that I did. It's been, you know, I honestly couldn't tell you, at least a couple of weeks if I had to guess. I don't know the date exactly. It was sometime earlier in October. And it's been pretty, uh, pretty eventful for myself. Um. Well, not so much eventful, just a lot has happened, really, since the last time I, I spoke on here. Uh, a big thing that I just wanted to um, go over and, well, not really so much get out of the way, but just bring up first, is uh, in between the last time we spoke, uh, one, a friend of mine uh, passed away. It was uh, very sudden very unexpected um i won't really go into too much detail about it uh it's not really my place to uh explain it's pretty personal pretty personal topic but you know this is kind of this is what i do this for to talk about what goes on in my life um yeah it was probably about uh coming up on about a week and a half ago if i had to guess uh our think but yeah about uh, about a week and a half ago um he did uh take his own life we found out and uh yeah it just it really uh threw us all for a loop all of uh all my friends down here where i'm going to school um he was really well known within us he was actually a roommate of 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 one of my best friends and uh it's it's been rough on, on him and another one of our friends who lived with him as well and his third roommate as well. He was, uh, he was a pretty great guy. I, um, this past year was really when I started to get to know him more and more. And, uh, when this whole pandemic thing started, it was me and him and a few other friends who would get together on a nightly basis and, you know, play a whole bunch of games and stuff like that. So that's really how I got to know him. Um, I wasn't really extra, extra close with him myself. A couple of my other friends were closer to him than I was, mostly just because they, you know, they saw him on a, on a pretty regular basis and, you know, they lived with him and whatnot. But, um, yeah, it was really, uh, really unexpected. I know uh, a few of us are still still uh, trying to recoup, I guess, from that. His uh, He had services last week his viewing service and then his his funeral service really reminds me of uh 
well, not really reminds me, but it brings to light how uh, how tough that kind of thing is to um, to lose a friend like that, just kind of out of the blue. Wasn't really anything uh, any of us could have ever really saw coming. I know in situations like this, that's a that's a common theme. I wasn't really aware of any personal issues he was going through or anything, but it's not really my my place to speculate or all we can well, all you can really do is just kind of wonder, you know, with this kind of thing. And that's always how it is with suicide in general. You know, it's always a decision on the person's part and uh you know what leads up to it nobody nobody really knows i guess we can all just kind of kind of speculate but uh yeah it was still is a little tough for sure and it's going to be like that for a while you know just for not being able to hear from him again it definitely brings a lot of things into light puts a lot of things into into perspective and I know this is kind of, you know, what ha- what a lot of people talk about, too, when something like this happens. But it's true, you know. It really is. It's not really something you you consider or really take, you know, deep thought into until it, it happens to... It happens in your, in your circle, you know, in your world. And then it really just kind of... You know, then you're kind of like, man, you know, I kind of... I, I understand now. I understand what it means, how it feels. It's a very complicated thing, suicide, I feel. You know, I'll I'll admit, when I was younger, growing up, I never really thought much of it. You know, it was... I always figured, uh, back then, you know, it was kind of just like the, like the coward's way out, you know? That's that was the opinion that I'd formed in my mind, but you know, as I as I grew up and as I got older and I started to see different points of view and hear about different emotions and see different sides to stories, you know, it really just kind of started developing in my mind that it's you know it's a it's an awful conclusion to come to, and the decision is much much more complicated than a lot of us can understand. You know, sometimes it's not really our place to understand. But it's definitely uh, extremely sad. And we've all been, you know, obviously I don't I don't think that way anymore. Kind of kind of grew out of that school of thought because I I began to understand. You know, just how heavy something like that is, which is, you know, it's good. I like to think it's a sign of it's a sign of growth emotionally growing out of the immature thoughts like that because i mean you know points of view change for everybody it's definitely not something i uh would think on that way anymore but yeah we've all just been we've all been there for each other trying our best to be there for each other for his family. I, uh, at the services, I was lucky enough to be able to exchange a few words with his family. And, you know, they didn't, they didn't really know who I was. Cause as, as I said earlier, they weren't, I wasn't, uh, super close to them or anything, but you know, 
close enough to where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feel that for sure for a little while. Some of, some of our other friends, they feel the same way, and some are going to feel it even more. But, uh, you know, it's it's in this kind of situation, it's always important to just remember the person as they were, you know. You, you never really want to remember somebody how they are in their final moments because that's just not true to their character. It's always good to, you know, be thankful for the time that we had and just, you know, remember them for for who they are and understand that when something like this happens, it's it's going to be tough for a little while. But uh his friends and his family, we have each other. Not only for consolation, but also for the memories that we each share about, you know, a certain individual in this situation and in others like it. And uh, it's always important to remember that whenever something like this happens, it's it's always really unfortunate and we all wish that they could have got to live more life, but, you know, under the circumstances now, whatever we do, everything we see and experience, you know, we're going to be we're going to be living for him a little bit. You know, everything that we accomplish or just everything that we do, really, we, we do with a little piece of him in mind and we do it for him. And that's, you know, that that's just how it's going to be. I, I've always really, I've always thought that, you know, a person never really dies in, until... You know, nobody th- nobody thinks about them anymore until their memory fades. And with as many people as as he had, it uh, it's not going to happen anytime soon. It's really you know hard to say that somebody really is gone, and it's it's tough to imagine that in the moment. But it's true, you know. You have what they left you, and you got to take it and be thankful for it. Be thankful that somebody close to you is able to affect your life in a certain way. And to know that you and a lot of other people are going to miss that person and be sad and a little downtrodden. It's also good to know that so many people cared about him. And to know that he affected the lives of so many people. So we're going to miss him. Even though it's 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 been a little while. It's still something that's pretty fresh in a lot of our minds and probably will be for a little while, but, you know, like I said, going forward, we, uh, we live for him now and for his memory. So that, uh, that'll be good. We'll do that for him and for his family. And we'll just kind of be there for each other because that's, that's all we can do right now. I always feel, as ironic as it is, I always feel that situations like this tend to bring people a little closer together, you know. It kind of brings to light the things we take for granted. Even just something as just like a small conversation, it's always important to understand the impact that that has. Understand how important it is to, for not only yourself, but also for other people. You know, friendships and relationships of all kinds and connections, they're all really important. And, you know, they have a a big impact on a lot of us in some way, in one way or another. So 
it just kind of opens our eyes a little bit, let us see things that we might have, like I said earlier, take for granted and appreciate them a little more and understand that, you know, we're all, we're all kind of temporary in that sense. So it's good to just, you know, enjoy what we got and make it the best we possibly can for those around us and for those who are no longer with us. Ah, good thing I have my water here. I can reach for it. Throat's getting a little dry. Yeah, so that uh, was a big part of of what's been going on lately with me. Another part that's uh, going to be pretty exciting here for me is uh, tomorrow, me and my girlfriend get to celebrate our one-year anniversary. So that will be really nice to be able to do that. This is actually the first relationship I've ever been in that makes it to the one year mark at my entire, well, my entire 21 years about to be 22 here, uh, next week. So that'll be really exciting to go out, have some dinner, have a little after activity planned for us. It'll be nice. Yeah. Then it'd be really cool to go out and experience some friends of mine were supposed to come over next week from my hometown to come visit, but uh, unfortunately, uh, coming to find that my hometown is kind of <laughs> kind of falling apart at the seams a little bit due to this whole pandemic. Cases have been rising left and right. It's ridiculous. In the whole state of Texas, this is the town that has it the worst right now. So um, they're going to kind of hold off, uh, you know, just to be safe. Don't want anybody, uh, you know, risking it, unnecessary risk at the moment. So it'll be a little sad. I was looking forward to them coming up and visiting, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's for the better for sure. If things were a little different, if cases hadn't risen so rapidly, then, you know, maybe they'd be able to make it down, but, uh, it'll be all right. I'll, I'll make it home soon enough. I'll, I'll get to see them. And it's not like I don't talk to them every day anyways. So there's that. So that'll be good. I hope uh, I hope things calm down back home for sure. There was, um, I think some of the representatives were talking about shutting the city down for two weeks, just like all non-essential businesses, kind of like how it was at the beginning of this whole thing. You know how everything was kind of like shut down, couldn't really do anything aside from like go to the grocery store. I think that's how they're going to try to make it for the next couple of weeks, but I don't know. It's a big mess. We're going to see what happens. Hopefully they can sort it out and kind of figure out, you know, how to get this to stop, which I think I know how is to just shut the bars down. <laughs> Because that's the thing about the place where I'm from. Everybody loves to just go out and drink ridiculously on the weekends. Maybe it seems like that a little more where I'm from because that's just like what I'm exposed to. But yeah, every weekend, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you name it, people are out there every week just going ham. <laughs> and you know, you can't really blame people for wanting to have a good time, but it's not, it's not really the time and place for it, I don't feel. Uh, I feel like, you know, this is kind of kind of what happens when, you know, you let your guard down too early. I'm not saying that that's like the main factor that went into it. I'm sure there are other things, but it's definitely a big one. I know people love to go out and party. Which, I mean, you know, nobody can tell you what to do at the end of the day, but yeah, you can be a little courteous. Take other things into account. So, yeah, we're going to see what happens there. Here it's been all right, actually. 
here where I am. I haven't really heard too much as far as case numbers go, or we haven't had any big spikes as far as I'm concerned. I haven't really, really kept up with the local news as often as I probably should. But, uh, yeah, that'll be, well, yeah, no, I don't think, I don't think it's really going too bad down here right now. Not where my mom, not in town of San Antonio. Definitely. That, that's where my, where my mom lives. She's not, oh, excuse me. She's not, uh, doing too bad, I don't think. She's here visiting right now for the week. My aunt, uh. Had a baby not too long ago. I'm sure I mentioned that somewhere along the lines. She's she's appeared just helping out, came to visit. So I think I think sometime this weekend she wanted to go out and uh, have dinner for my birthday, which would be cool. I think she has to go back this week because of work, but yeah, so we'll go out and do that. It'll be pretty neat. I'm gonna be 22 this year, man. I can't believe it. I know my parents say they can't believe it, but I I can't believe it either. 22. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I know that's extremely young to a big part of the population, but man, it really kind of, the older I get, the more I understand what people mean by time flies, because man, even, I've just, even like recently, I've been noticing, man, like the days have just been coming and going and coming and going. It's crazy. I'm just like, man, can't, <laughs> I wish I could just grab it and make it slow down a little bit, because it's already, October's already almost over. It is over in a couple days. And this year just absolutely flew. I don't know if it's because of this whole, like, pandemic thing. Like, stuff just kind of slowed down to, like, a lull. And that just made it kind of fly. I feel like it should have been the opposite. But, yeah, it just went by ridiculously fast. I remember hanging out here in, like, March, April. We were like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a we're gonna have a long spring break. It'll be nice. Nope. Life, we knew it. As we knew it changed for a big portion of the country and the planet. It's kind of crazy to, to think about stuff on that scale. It's kind of hard to comprehend things on such a grand scale, like millions of people. It's hard to like just picture that. It's always been so crazy to me when I hear statistical numbers like people in the millions or in, even in the billions it's like, I don't even know what that looks like. I don't have anything in my mind that I could even compare that to. What helps me, or not so much helps me, but kind of puts things into perspective is I'll think of it in terms of like, so let's say, you know, a person you really like to watch on YouTube and they're pretty popular, you know, they have two, three, maybe four million subscribers, million. You think about how big a number even one million is. One million individual people had to click that button that said subscribe. And for me to help me put into pr perspective, sorry, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> to put that into pers perspective, what's wrong with me? I can't say that word. I'll usually imagine something like a football stadium. So let's say your average football stadium, ah, okay, a bigger one probably has a capacity of like 50, 60,000 people, right? You go to a football game, even on like, like let's say the Super Bowl, okay? The most popular day of football of the year in the country. You go to that stadium, it's filled with 50, 60,000 people and you, the camera pans over the crowd. Just the amount of people you see sitting in the stands is ridiculous. It's a, just a massive amount of people and that's only 50 to 60,000. 
That's not even one-tenth of a million. Can you believe that? And it looks like so many people. Now, just imagine that in terms of, like, the subscriber count. One million subscribers and then 50, 60,000 people. To see how many people that is and how small of a fraction of the whole number that is, it just blows me away. When I would do YouTube for, like, a hobby, I don't really do it too much anymore. I'm still, you know, trying to get back into it here and there. But when I would do it for hobby, I remember I was so incredibly concerned with the amount of subscribers I have. Because, of course, just like everybody, I wanted to make it big. And I remember I had some friends, or I had, uh, at one point, I had 17 subscribers, right? 17. And, of course, that's like nothing, right? That's absolutely nobody. But the way I would think of it is, hey, that's like a room. That's like a, a whole room, like a classroom, because I was in school. So, of course, that's what I had to compare it to. That's like a whole classroom of my friends, 17 individual people to me that was like it wasn't a huge number but it was a good amount you know it was a whole room full of people that i knew or i was imagining it was a whole room full of people that i knew that clicked that button because they you know they liked to watch what i was putting out that was cool to me even just 17 because that was that was about the size of our classrooms in uh like middle school high school you know 17 to 20 people that was like wow that's a that's a good amount i'm doing pretty well for myself Okay, I've, obviously I thought that part, that last part, of course, but it, it detracts from the fact that that was still just, to put it to scale, that was pretty decent for me. So, thinking on terms of like, I don't know, PewDiePie, for example. Guy's got over 100 million, including close to 110 million subscribers. That's kind of insane. Like, all the population, bigger population than some countries... And I know a lot of those are probably like inactive accounts. You know, he's not getting a hundred and whatever million views per video. But that's still crazy that individual people, I mean, you know, maybe, right? I don't know about like bot accounts and all that. But just to think that that many people all click that same button for one person. That's definitely, definitely craziness. It just helps figure into just the scale of some things that we don't even tend to think about. Because you always hear, I always hear anyways. Okay, not always, but I've heard, you know, the argument of like, when, excuse me. <sighs> Had winks today, they're coming back to haunt me. Um, in terms of like statistics, you know, for certain, I know a lot of people have issues with statistics with big values, big numbers. And the argument there is, oh, well, you know, human beings weren't designed um, weren't meant, built to comprehend that amount of numbers, that amount of value, that count, whatever, for like millions of people. I don't know if I would say we weren't designed to understand. I, th I think it's probably difficult, oh, very difficult to understand on a scale that big. But, and then you really think about it, and you're like, wow, yeah, that is, that is tough, you know, N not a lot of, cause you see stuff like, mm, okay, I, I heard this phrase. The phrase of like, in terms of like, let's say a tragedy where people are affected or people have died. You get around like the 1,000 to like 3,000 area of, let's say, people who have died in X event. You know, that's a tragedy. And then you get to the number of, you know, 3 to 4 million people died in X event. And that's a statistic. It means less even though the number is more to people just because it's tough for them to even envision that many people or that many things it's more meaningful 
on smaller scales because it's something that we, you know, don't have too much of an issue picturing, I guess. And it that does ring kind of true, honestly. That definitely uh, is hard to put in perspective. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's crazy to think about stuff on a grand scale like that. And don't even get me started on space because that's just something that is just, you know, I don't think ever in my life I'll be able to comprehend all that stuff. What does confuse me about it, though, is how they are able to picture stuff like way out there, like light years away. To me, it seems strange that we can like pick out exoplanets and such like that. So however far away they are. And uh, last time I checked, there's still a debate on how many planets there are in our solar system. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Granted, I'm not on there like every day, like reading research papers and looking at all the data and stuff. So I don't know, right? But just like from an outsider looking in kind of deal, it, it doesn't make much sense to me at all. I mean, if they're doing, like, I've heard, like, story, like, news stories about space observers being able to, like, identify planets and know what the weather is like and know what they look like and know what the conditions are. And it's like, how? I just, I mean, you know, I get that it's people's job to do that for a living, so of course they're going to know. But, man, part of me wishes I could understand that, how they're able to do that. Because I feel like there's a lot of just like, not pseudoscience, but just like stuff that's so wild that I kind of wonder if it's just like, we can explain it in this way, even though it's a different way, but it'll just be easier for people to understand. I'm sure that's what the deal has to be. Like, I'm sure that that's definitely something that happens at some points because you can't break news to people and give them all of the detailed analysis of whatever you were researching because you'll lose them. You got to, I feel like you got to spin it, not spin it, but you got to give it in a way where it's in, it's interesting and entertaining enough while at the same time still trying to get the general point of what it is you're trying to say. Oops, man, this water's coming in handy. I got to do that more often. Oh man, we're coming up real close to the end of the school year. My classes are probably about as tough as they're going to get, so it's probably all downhill from here, honestly. And then I get to graduate, which I know I've talked about this before, but it's still kind of crazy to me. I do feel kind of bad for my family that there won't be, like, a walking ceremony until sometime next year. And, uh, you know, we'll see if I'm available for that whenever it rolls around. But, uh, yeah, they're still going to mail out the diplomas on time, is, uh, is what they said, so... I'll get that sorted out. I just got to give them... I'm probably going to have them send it to my mom's place. So I'll just give them her address. Yeah, she'll be... She'll be happy to have that. She has my other two diplomas. My high school diploma and then my associate's degree. She has those somewhere. I don't think she... F she might frame my college degree, put it next to hers. I feel like that's something she'll do. She doesn't have... Well, she did have her degree framed. I don't know where it is, though. I don't, I don't, I didn't, when I was there, I didn't really see it hanging around the house. So I'm sure she has it somewhere. Oh man. Yeah, she'll be happy to have that for sure. And then I get to go home. Well, I was going to go home for Thanksgiving. Not sure how that's going to happen with this whole, you know, everything's kind of on fire a little bit back home. 
we'll see what happens. I'm still, I'm talking with my dad about it. So we'll see how it goes next time I talk to him, see what he thinks. But if anything, I'm definitely, definitely going to be going back home after Christmas for sure. And then I'll get to just be there. I'll get to be back. I've been away for for so long. Yeah, it might end up me being away from home for over a year, which has never happened to me before. I've never been away from home for more than a few months, and that's just because of school. And, uh, yeah, I miss it. I miss home. I miss seeing all the people and all my friends and my family. Driving down streets that I can drive with my eyes closed, pretty much. I don't drive with my eyes closed, but you know what I mean. That'll be real nice to be able to get to see everybody again. Come back with all new experiences and all new uh, kinds of thoughts. And, well, I want to say qualifications, but that'll make it sound like I'm looking for a job. <laughs> I'll, I'll be different for sure. I'm definitely, I can say with certainty that I'm definitely a different person than I was when I first left home. Not like, not like personality wise, but just like, you know, things I've, things I've learned, things I've experienced. Definitely a little wiser. Probably sounds weirder, weird for somebody as young as I am to say that. It probably doesn't make sense to any older people if they're listening, but I mean, you know, wiser to a certain extent, I guess. I definitely know a little bit more about myself and about, well, maybe not the world, but just about how things are supposed to go, I guess. And I have, uh, I have my experiences here to thank for that. The people that I've met and things that I've done had a lot of fun, man. Had a lot of good times over here. Wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I don't think I would really do any of it differently, honestly. I know I said I'd do a couple of things different in high school if I could do it again, but college experience? I don't think I'd do it again. Oh, I mean, I would do it again in a heartbeat, but I don't think I would do anything differently. I think everything turned out exactly the way it was supposed to for me up here. Which is a nice feeling. That's something that I... I wish everybody can experience at least one point in their life, not just going to college, but just doing something that makes you happy, you know? Going to college, of course, at first wasn't going to make me extremely happy, and that's not really, you know, what I'm talking about. The education was great, but just the things that I got to do and see, it was just so fun and eye-opening and, you know, all that good stuff. It's not something that a lot of people get to do, and I'm definitely thankful for it because I am a very lucky individual to be not only around, but to just be everything in this school, in this city, in this country, in this lifetime. I know it's something that a lot of, a lot of people wish they could have, and you know. I'm just incredibly thankful that I've got to experience stuff like this the way that I have. Been able to make my own decisions. I know that's what college, being away at college teaches a lot of people. How to live for yourself and call your own shots and stuff. A lot of people, it's their first experience away from home. 
it really gives you that sense of control that you might not have had before. And that's, that's why I think it's so exciting to so many young people who go out and do it. I know going to college isn't just about getting the excuse me education. I know it's a big part of it, but it's also the experience. You always hear about that, the college experience. And, you know, a lot of people just tend to think that it's just going out and partying, which, you know, some of it is, you know, don't get me wrong, but it's also about growth. Getting to learn about yourself and make improvements where you see fit. Do what you got to do on a daily basis. Make plans for things ahead of you. I know planning has always been very important. Of course, you know, you don't want to look into it too, too much. Because, you know, if all you're going to do is think about what's going to happen next, you won't uh, really be present for what's going on. That sounds kind of cliche, and it probably is to some extent. But I think that it's true. I really think that a good part of that is, tr is true. I don't think you should be too worried about, you know, what's going to happen or what's already happened. Because that kind of detracts from what you're doing at the present. And you won't really be there. Your mind will be somewhere else. And it'll be a little tough to focus. And I know the I know the future scares a lot of people my age, a little younger, a little older. It scares a lot of people in general, but I feel like it rings rings true for people around my age for sure. Because, you know, as I said earlier, it's the first time away from home, and as it starts drawing to a close, they start to realize, okay, you know, what's gonna happen next? I'm gonna, you know, I can't I can't be in school forever. <laughs> I gotta kind of get out there and you know do do something, do what it is I want to do. I know finding a job after college is always fun for a lot of people. Because that's kind of what people are worried about, I guess, is this whatever is going to happen next. You know, am I going to find a secure job? Am I going to be able to, you know, find a place to live, pay my bills, start a family at one point if that's what you want to do? <clears throat> it's scary to think back. Oh, sorry. I said I wasn't going to clear my throat. And there I am. <laughs> and I have the water right here. Um, yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a little frightening to a lot of people. And you look back and your parents and you think, man, how did you guys do it? How did you guys just kind of, you know, start? <laughs> how did you just get out of bed one day and decide, okay, this is what's going to happen. This is what I'm going to do. And here I am. I mean, you know, a lot of us wish it could be that simple. I know there's a lot of twists and turns that kind of come with it, but I think that kind of helps in the character development department. I think the things that you experience, both good and bad, play a role in, you know, what you become, what you do. Because you just, you take that for, you take that for the knowledge that it's worth and you use it to build upon yourself or, you know, upon the path that you want to take. I know it's it's tough for a lot of people to understand that, you know, they have their own future in their hands that they could do, you know, they're, they're in control of it. And I know it's, it's hard to see when you're in that moment where you think, man, you know, like, what am I going to do? Like, I feel so lost. I feel so just like, you know, up, backed into a corner, you know, up against the wall. It's, it's tough to, uh, to see it that way when you're in that situation. But you just got to remember, man, you got to remember, you got to, you got to do what you want to do. And you got to find a way to make it happen. Cause I mean, you know, every day it starts with you, you know, 
you wake up, take a shower, whatever, brush your teeth, and there's only one person looking back into you in the mirror, and it's you. That's, you know, that's where it all starts. No one's going to take the steps for you. It's tough to realize that sometimes. It's tough to think about because it just sounds like one of those sayings that everybody says and doesn't really have a whole lot of meaning. But when you're there and you can finally come to realize that, hey, you know, there's some truth to this. It rings true for sure. It did for me. I mean, I realized that there could be other things that I could be doing. Or when I realized that I had to be the one to start doing things, the things weren't just going to magically fall into place. Sometimes they do, and sometimes I feel like they do for myself too. Sometimes things just kind of work out, and they work out a little too well, and you kind of find yourself like looking around for like a hidden camera or Ashton Kutcher or something to pop out at you. Which is, that's cool whenever something like that happens. It's not often, and if you're one of those lucky people where it does happen often, then pff, you got it made. <laughs> but yeah, not everything's just going to fall onto your lap, and boom, there you go. And you always hear about people talking about, oh, the grind, you know, the grind never stops. Which, you know, it's important to work hard, it is. Some people, it comes easier than others. But it's about finding that balance, because if you're always just up and that ready, like, going fired on all cylinders 24 7 you're gonna get burned out and then what's gonna happen is you're not gonna you know not gonna want to do it anymore because it gets tiring so it's about finding a balance too between working hard and finding time for yourself taking taking some time to regroup and think about things and write some stuff down every now and then talk to yourself and upload it on spotify you know whatever you want to do Whatever helps you deload and kind of decompress. Light some candles, read a book, whatever. Find some time for yourself. It's important. Some people can handle, you know, more things at once than others. So, if that doesn't necessarily apply to you, if you need more cool down time than a lot of people, then, you know, that, that's cool too, you know. You know is what I'm is what I'm getting at. You know. And you'll feel it whenever you're getting to that kind of edge where it's like, man, I kind of need to mix things up a little bit because it's getting kind of, kind of, uh, what's the word am I looking for? Autonomous. I was looking for monotonous or monogamous and I still have trouble discerning the difference between those two words. So, uh, yeah, I'll do my research and I'll get back to you on that. But it's, it's definitely important to, uh, Take a look at, you know, try to get the bigger picture on, on things sometimes, but not all the time, because that's just going to stress you out. <laughs> it's going to kind of make you freeze like deer in the headlights. <clears throat> Here I am again, clearing my throat. <laughs> it's just a force of habit at this point. I'm. It just kind of happens unconsciously. Oh, man. I do note. Uh, uh, I'm really struggling with speech today. I don't know who came up with uh, Brita filters. That's what I was trying to say. Because I, though I'm, I use one to like fill up in the sink and then drink later on. That was a great invention. I need to get some more life straws to keep in my bag just in case I find myself in you know backcountry and need to drink out of a stream or something. Those are interesting too. The life straws. I've seen people use them. I saw a video one time where these guys 
sucked pee through it. I don't remember if the water that came out was entirely drinkable. Um, I'll have to watch that video again because I actually don't remember how it ended. But, yeah, those are cool. I need to get some for sure. They're like 20 bucks, and, you know, probably never going to need it, but it's just one of those things, you know. I'd rather have it and not need it than the other way around. Oh, man. Tomorrow is Friday, the end of the week. It's a good day for me, good day on the calendar. I'm going to just take it easy this weekend, spend some time with my family, my girlfriend. Probably take some time for myself, too, somewhere in there, hang out, exercise. <sighs> That's always a good thing. That's another thing I'm a big proponent for, is just getting some kind of physical, excuse me, physical activity in you. That's a big thing. That's like, I think that was kind of my, like, finding Jesus moment. Not to say that I haven't found Jesus. I'm a, I'm, I was raised Catholic, so that's what I am. I don't practice as much as I probably should, but, yeah, that, that, that was kind of my thing. I was like, oh, hey, exercising, you know, let's get with it. Something to keep me regular, and it does, and it has, and I'm glad I found it. I feel like everybody should have something like that. I'm a big proponent for exercise in general, but even just like a hobby, you know, something you like to do, something for yourself. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, so it, it'll be a good weekend. I hope you, hopefully you guys have, have the same, you know, whoever's listening to this, wherever you are, if you've made it this far in the fourth episode, I sincerely appreciate it. I know I don't have a lot of listeners, um... Just based on the statistics I read on the Anchor app, it's just like a, like less than 20 people, I think. But, uh, hey, what I was talking about earlier, it's that same situation. It's that same situation. It's just, it's all about perspective. So, I see like 10 to 15 people have heard this. And that's enough for me, honestly. That's so cool. Just to even think about that. Because this is just something I wanted to do one night in the middle of the night. I was bored. And I had some things on my mind. I was like, let me just ramble for a little bit. And that's what it turned into. And to know that there's people out there listening to it, whether it's my family or my friends, or even just a complete stranger. I don't know you at all, and you're happening to hear this. That's so awesome to me. That somebody decided to take time out of their day to sit and listen of something that I just, that I made. Just kind of on a whim to you, but just that idea that somebody's out there, that they listen to something that I that I put together. That's just uh, always been so awesome for me. So I think I'll go ahead and uh, and cut this one here. Thank you for taking the time to tune in and, you know, tune in and, uh, well, listen. <laughs> as redundant as that sounds. Thank you. I, I really do appreciate it if you've made it this far into this episode. And uh, there'll be more. Um, probably I'll have the next one out probably a little sooner than I had this one out. I'll, I'll do my best, um, but th they'll keep coming if, uh, as long as I, you know, keep wanting to do them. If there comes to a time where I'm just like, kind of like, I might slow down on them. I'll let, I like, I'll say something on here. Like I'll make, even if it's just like two minutes, I'll be like, Hey, you know, I'll take an extended break, but for the time being, they're going to keep coming. So they're not, I don't have a schedule yet. Maybe at some point I will, maybe I'll try to make it like once a week, but for right now it's just kind of like whenever I want. So. I'll go ahead and uh, leave you guys with that.
hopefully you guys have a great weekend and a great week or whatever at work or school or whatever it is you're doing. So take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And uh, yeah, especially that last part. Take care of each other. Uh, you know, check in on each other. Have conversations, share things. Enjoy, enjoy the time you guys get in each other's presence, each and every one of you. Because, you know, not to remind you all of your own mortality, but, you know, we're all here for a finite amount of time. So it's always good to be kind to each other, you know, take the time to communicate and speak with, you know, not just your loved ones, but your friends as well, you know. Just, just like I say, take care of each other. Let each other know you have each other for anything and that you'll be there. All right, guys. I'm going to head out, head to bed. Thanks for tuning in.